And now a flashback and a flash forward. This week, we're exploring the individual and collective experience of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder in America, as we enter the long aftermath of two wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. More than one in five of the more than two million combat veterans from those wars has some symptoms of PTSD. It's a complicated and mysterious phenomenon and tantalizing. The Jason Bourne movies were all about a soldier who is deliberately given symptoms of PTSD to make him an effective killing machine. But he can't fight the flashbacks of who he really is. I just can't stay with it. But you're sure it's not just it a battery? It was a mission. And I was there. You should write it down. Now, two years we're scribbling in that notebook. It it's hasn't always been bad, two years. and now it's just the same thing over and over again. But that's why we write it down. Because sooner or later you remember something good. I do remember something good. All the time. PTSD, of course, is not about movie plots and mind control. It is about identity, though. For screenwriter Matt Cook, his identity changed after the 9-11 attacks, after serving in the war in Iraq as a soldier, and then going back to the battlefield as a civilian. He recently wrote about his experiences in Afghanistan for Texas Monthly Magazine. It was a journey from movie mythology to his own grim reality. You know, before I even joined the military, I sort of romanticized that pain that these guys had, had felt, and I kind of wanted those to share those experiences. Oddly enough, I felt like I needed to connect myself to something like that in a major way to, to kind of fulfill, you know, the sort of rite of passage that I wanted, you know, to become a man. And and I guess when, you know, you watch those movies and, and, and you see what these guys went through when they came home from war, um, I did. I wanted to know their experiences, and I wanted to kind of taste their pain in a way. You got more than a taste. <laughs> yeah, we did. I mean, my first day of basic training was September 11th, so um, I certainly didn't enlist thinking I would I would see or taste any of it. When you say you got more than a taste, though, is there a particular set of experiences that you associate with the the PTSD itself? That there's a particular experience that comes back again and again. I would say that there are some more so than others. Um, my first firefight was an ambush, and there were six of us, and two friends of mine were killed, another was wounded, and you know, three of us kind of walked away without a scratch. So that one haunts me quite a bit. But you know, we spent in two tours of war in Iraq. You know, you lose friends and you lose your own soldiers along the way, and so you know, there's some that I think I think about more than others, but. Uh, but overall, it's just it was a, a pretty maddening experience. Is it the the gore and the sort of brutality, or is it the sense of why did you survive and my buddy didn't? That is the thing that stays with you and generates the stress. It's definitely the survivor's guilt. I don't think I've ever really struggled so much with with the blood and and the gore. It's definitely sort of this idea that the war arbitrarily took friends took people you knew and you know you survived these ieds and sniper attacks and and you, you know it's kind of trying to comprehend why you survived when when these other people didn't do you have a insight into what death is like because of those experiences or is it even more of a mystery I don't, you know, I think it's the opposite. I don't think I have an insight to what death is like. I think I have more of an insight into what life is like. You know, you experience the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows when you go through those sort of things. And I think when you come back, you know, these experiences really 
open a, a void in your life. And, and so I think they carry over into, into everyday experiences. And I think that's why when, when these guys come home and we came home, you're looking for something to kind of fill that void. And there's nothing in normal civilian life that sort of, you know, you, you find that satisfaction. And so I don't think it's it's about an understanding of death as it is as much as like a search for <laughs> for something to, to keep living for. You also found healing by going back into the war zone, even when you understood some of these void issues, question of uh, what you needed to live for. Did you go back because you felt like you were just a misfit in civilian life or did you go back searching for some kind of closure? It definitely wasn't because I feel like a misfit. I think, if anything, I, I felt like I was too comfortable in life. And I think one of the biggest issues with, with guys coming home, having these experiences, is the indifference that our country sort of has to our wars and, and to our to our veterans. And and I felt myself becoming them. Um, and I and I couldn't. I just couldn't stand myself sometimes. And I look in the mirror and I'd be like. Man, I've really adjusted, and I'm not even thinking about the war anymore. And, and that's not—it's not the person I kind of wanted to be. So, for me, it was reconnecting to something that had really changed and affected me, and, and again, kind of turned me into the man I was. I just felt like I needed to go and reconnect, and and I never—I never went to Afghanistan before, and, and that seemed to be where it always started, where it took place, and and I wanted to go and, and, and bed with my old unit and reconnect to that as well. On this question of um, part of the stress coming from the fact that you're so far removed from the place where you had these experiences, you're not in Afghanistan anymore, you're not in Iraq anymore, um, you see that everyone's life has gone on in the United States. There's a stress associated with that. Is, is, is that what I'm hearing? Yes. I mean, the war in Iraq ended and, and you know, it was a, it was a, you know, page six story in, in the newspapers and for a war that lasted so long and and at such such sacrifice, it, it's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. I think if you've been to war, and especially when you fought for your country and you experienced those things, and you've lost friends in Iraq or Afghanistan, and so, but it's 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 a hard a hard pill to swallow when you come home and everything you've you fought for and sacrificed for is just kind of uh, you know it's blasé and it's hard. You have to turn into yourself to to deal with things. You know, here's a hard question. I mean, you know, I, I struggled this covering, you know, aftermath of the Vietnam War, the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. And, you know, Americans' lives have not really been changed very much by the experience of both of these wars. Um, in certain aspects, yes, but in sort of day-to-day -day aspects, no. Isn't that the nature of these wars conducted so far away on rationales that are are abstract. They're not tangible. They're not like what happened in World War II. It's, it's the nature of these two crazy wars. Well, I think a lot of that is because there's never been, at least for me, a clear sense of, of what we're doing and, and why we fought the wars to begin with. Now, having said that, I think, especially for me, I'll never understand why we went to Iraq. And you know, I've tried, and, and I think no number of, of excuses will kind of help me rationalize why we were there. 
but I'm extremely proud that I took part of it and, and that I knew the men and women that I served with. And, and as much as I hated the war, I'm very, very proud that I was a part of it. Do you have kids? I don't. I don't. <laughs> but one of these days, uh, your child, should that come about, will say, what did you do in the war, Daddy? Will you yeah. be the PTSD dad who suppresses the experience and doesn't really talk about it? Or will you have something to say? I don't know. I think if I have, if I, at the time, if I feel like I have something to say, I'll say it. I don't think I've ever been one to repress. I think some guys genuinely do repress their their experiences and don't want to talk about it. I feel like some guys feel like they're supposed to repress it because that's the stereotype. But I will say that one day if I do have children and and they want to serve in the military, um, I think that I, I would encourage them to do so. Even given what you've been through? Especially given what I've been through. I, I've learned more about people. I've learned more about life um, than I would have ever had I not um, enlisted in the military. Matt Cook, thanks so much. Thank you. Matt Cook is a former service member in the Iraq War. He wrote about his experience returning from war and then traveling to Afghanistan as a civilian for Texas Monthly Magazine.